0: Hey PodcastFabe, welcome to Season 7 of the Podcast PodcastFaze Podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastfaze.com. You can find everything there. From our current pricing, packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes, it's all theirs. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hey podcast babe, question for you. When is your podcast successful? Is your podcast successful when 10,000 people listen to it? When 1 million people listen to it, when you make a lot of money of it, or is it successful when you make a big impact on one life? I think there's no right or wrong, but I do think that as podcasters, we have certain goals and also certain expectations from podcasting. And what I realized through interviewing a lot of different podcasters and also hosting my own two podcasts for more than a year and a half already, success can look really different from different podcasters. And I will also say that my own definition of success changed drastically over the past year and a half. So in this episode, I want to tell you a little bit about what I learned, what I experienced, how I changed my mindset around a successful podcast. And also how I define a successful podcast right now. So first things first, how I defined a successful podcast before I started my own podcast and when I started working in the podcast industry was the bigger the podcast, the better. If everyone knows the podcast name, then that is success. So I'm thinking like really, really big podcasts like Amy Porterfield, like Joe Rogan not a fan, but everyone knows who he is. So I would say that he has a successful podcast. However, over time, and working with different clients, I started to realize that it's not always good. Like it's not always better to have a big podcast. Because a big podcast also brings downsides. It means that everyone knows who you are. Is that something you want? A big podcast, which means lots of listeners, does not always mean that there is a lot of money in your bank account or that there is a lot of clients coming in the door. So what I noticed is that some of my clients with, quote unquote, smaller podcasts with a smaller audience, they actually really enjoyed podcasting and they could be really creative in their podcast. They had clients coming in the door continuously, like people found them through their podcast, and they were warm leads. So selling was super easy. They really enjoyed connecting with guests. They really enjoyed collaborating with other podcasts. And that really opened my eyes to what is possible with a podcast, and how you can actually enjoy the whole podcast journey. So what I used to do is I was very, very goal-oriented, which is not necessarily a bad thing, you know, but I really thought, okay, once I reach this milestone, then I've accomplished something, then I'm, I'm valuable, then I'm a real podcaster. I can, I mean, this was literally a thought that I had. Like, oh, once I reach this milestone, I'm a real podcaster. Once I have 100 episodes, I'm a real podcaster. Once I have 10,000 downloads, 20,000 downloads, I'm a real podcaster. But the problem is that this is all ego. I won't go into this like too much because this is not a philosophy podcast. This is a podcast about podcasting. But what I want to do with this episode is to encourage you to think about what a successful podcast looks like for you can be completely different from what a successful podcast looks like for me. So I have two podcasts, as you probably know, if you listen to this podcast more often. So for my two podcasts, I have different goals for I will start with this one. I will start with the Podcast based podcast. My goal with the Podcast based podcast is to experiment, honestly. Like, it would be cool if clients would find me through the podcast. But to be honest, that doesn't really happen too often. What usually happens is that clients find me through Google or Instagram or whatever. And then they check out my website. And then they might also listen to the podcast, which is awesome. But it's usually not like the first point where new clients find us, which is completely fine. Because what I want to do with this podcast, I want to experiment. I want to learn a lot. I want to know what it is like to be a podcaster. And of course, I also want to teach. I want to show people what I have to offer. And if people connect with me, it would be awesome if they reach out and become a client. So it is on one side. Nurturing people who already found us as the podcast babes. But I would say, probably, like, main thing is just to experiment with this podcast so that I can give really good advice to my clients. Then, for Digital Nomad Stories, which is my other podcast, my goal is completely different. My only goal with that podcast is to have fun. That's it. If no one listens, but I have an amazing time, then I would consider that a very successful podcast. And it's tricky because I don't always feel that way. Like sometimes I catch myself looking at other podcasters in the same travel digital nomad industry. And I think, oh, but they have a really big audience. Like they are like so much better than me or something. Or like their podcast is so much more serious than mine. And first of all, that's not necessarily true. You never know how many people actually listen to their show. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is also, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think it matters at all. I get to speak to amazing guests. I've made friends through the podcast, which is awesome. And that makes it so much fun. And I do want to say I did monetize the podcast because that also makes it fun for me, to be honest. I like money. I like earning money. I like working with brands which is also an experiment. So I will also say like I use that experience that I got there for my business, but I still find it fun and I work hard to keep it fun, which sounds really weird and counterintuitive, but that means that sometimes I take breaks from recording. Sometimes I record a lot of episodes in a short time because I feel like it because I want to. But then when I'm traveling, I also make sure that I don't have to record. Like, I don't want to pressure myself into, I have to record right now, otherwise I don't have an episode out. And I also know that to be able to keep doing this, it makes sense to do this consistently. And sometimes my episodes go out on Mondays, right? So sometimes it's Sunday evening and I'm still editing my episode and I'm like, this is not fun. But it is like really short moments that is not fun to make it fun. In the long run, to make it possible to interview more people and to connect with more people, to connect with listeners. So, in the long run, it is fun. Anyways, that is how I currently define a successful podcast. So, for the podcast babes, it is about experimenting, about learning new things. The more I learn, the more successful my podcast is. On the other hand, like Digital Nomad Stories, it's all about fun. The more fun I have, the more successful my podcast is. If no one would listen, that's fine by me. Like for both podcasts, honestly. However, that doesn't mean that this should be your definition of success. I just wanted to share this to let you know that there are a lot of options when we're talking about successful podcasts. Bigger is not always better. More listeners is not always better. It doesn't make you a better podcaster. I think if you have more listeners it might make you a better marketer it might make the industry that you are in that you are talking about like the topics that you're talking about more popular but it doesn't say anything about your value as a podcaster so this is a little bit of a different episode than usual but I think it is important to talk about this so I hope you think so too I would love to hear if you like this kind of content or if you want more of like the how-to things like how-to episodes yeah I would love to hear from you best way to reach me is on instagram at the podcast babes yeah so let me know if you want to hear more like slightly philosophical content like this or if you're more like the quick tips and hacks and how-to content all right that's it for today do you want to know more of my podcast monetization and growth tips I share my best tips with my email list So click the link in the show notes to receive our weekly value-packed podcast newsletter. I'll see you there. Hey, Podcast Babe. Before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have, and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, You can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.